Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You're listening to the Armchair Cricket Podcast. Hello everyone, welcome to a new episode of the Armchair Cricket Podcast, a podcast focusing on test cricket by armchair critics of the game. I am your host Giri and I am joined today by my co-host Ajit. So let me welcome him firstly. Hello Mr. Ajit, how are you doing? Hi Giri, I am doing good. Well, I mean, uh, it's nice to be able to record another episode, it's been a while, but uh, I mean, not a lot of cricket has been going on. How's life treating you? Um, not too bad, not too bad. Uh, although I wish I could do a bit more outside. Uh, apart from groceries, I'm not doing anything. So I'm not stepping out for anything else. Um, so I've been also quite busy the last few days. A lot of work, which is in a way good, I think, because it keeps you occupied, keeps your uh, brain ticking. Mm-hmm. Um, just to keep our you know, minds off these uh, distractions that we have. Uh, all around the world it's continuing to affect the world this uh, covid-19 coronavirus mm-hmm. every day we hear a huge number of people getting infected or um, you know some fatalities being announced by all countries it's not a nice thing uh, but i hope that you know all this will turn around and then we'll uh, see light at the end of the tunnel soon enough uh, I don't know if we have already hit the peak or if we are waiting to hit, if we are waiting for the peak to be hit. But at least in the Netherlands, we just had a press conference by the prime minister today. I'm not sure mm-hmm. if you followed it. So Yeah, I've read the highlights. Indeed, yeah. So just to sum it up, they are uh, announcing or they have already announced uh, relaxation in the the guidelines that they were that, that were issued. Mm-hmm. Earlier, um, I think that they, we, we were under something called intelligent lockdown, where the citizens behave responsibly, they don't 
step outside they don't uh, get involved in group events and all that schools closed but now they are trying to return the country to normal uh, so firstly the schools will be opened uh, in the second week of may i heard or, or the primary mm-hmm. schools right um so the kids will start going to school and i heard it's not full fledged um school hours it will only be half a day or something I, i'm still waiting to hear what the uh, the actual details will be i think the school mm-hmm. school organizations will announce that and apart from that of course uh, the other things still remain you have to maintain a distance of uh, one and a half meters from each other um your advice to work from home uh, until further notice if your job allows it of course mm-hmm. um so these measures will continue until the 20th of may we heard but at least it's a good thing that the kids can start going to school uh because it's it's very difficult to contain them uh in, right. in, in within four walls because it's it's also not a nice thing for kids even for us it's very difficult as adults yeah. and for kids they need to spend more time outside and have an active social life you know play and all that so let's see how it goes i think uh, it's early days yet the numbers are improving um in the netherlands so we are seeing a decreasing trend Uh, mm-hmm. so touch wood it continues like that and then uh, we'll see the end of coronavirus soon enough at least some control over it how is it over there in your neck of the woods well not a lot is different as you say this has become the new normal i was i was just looking at these numbers while we were discussing this um maybe we should actually measure the time between our episodes in the number of uh, new infections of corona rather than in days you know mm-hmm. so it's been more than a million infections ago that we did the previous episode giri wow so this is one way of probably measuring you know it's, it's it's sort of a macabre thing to say or macabre thing to mention but it's you know it is also another way of probably letting uh, letting our viewers know where we are in time if you know if this were to become a time capsule that uh, somebody who survived this uh, this specific pandemic is able to listen a few hundred years down the line do you think that's a good idea yeah i think so Um, right so yeah as i said uh, we, we are uh, our previous episode when we did it there were about uh, a million uh, 200 infected patients across the world now it's nearly doubled right so that's a very interesting uh, statistic as well when we look at the spread of the disease across the world but coming specifically to my neck of the woods well it's it's becoming the new normal people are more or less used to staying and working from home we don't see any willful breaking of the as you say the intelligent lockdown that the government has actually you know asked us all to follow and um, all the hoarding is gone there is no more panic buying people do buy a lot simply because you know it's the entire family sitting at home all day long and you don't just sit at home you feel like munching something so a lot of food is being bought i also read some interesting statistic here i don't know Uh, if uh, you have experienced any of it personally so uh, apparently the alcohol consumption worldwide has seen an increase from last march to this march and at least um, in certain regions of the world uh, there is a drastic marked increase in alcohol consumption did you also notice this at all mm, i don't pay attention to these things because i'm a teetotaler so i don't really care oh right all right all right well some of us are not that uh, fastidious about these things and uh, let's say some of us have a bit of vodka and obviously in the morning you know something to get you going yeah it's, it's it's each each on his own so if any of my bosses are listening to this that's not what i do but uh, you know eh, something to keep you uh, going right i remember in one specific work meeting it was around 2:30 
and it was very informal and somebody asked who are all having a glass of something well, let's be open it's fine and there were a few people who said yes that was an interesting thing to 2:30 in the afternoon some people were already beginning their uh, and let's say imbibing the libations whatever they might be used to right so it was an interesting uh, meeting as well um, so you know as i said interesting times but all in all you know um, to not make it too much of a lightweight thing to talk about simply because given how things are we are in a very nicely placed uh, way that you know and we are able to earn for ourselves and eat in spite of these things and you know maybe also a word to those that are unlucky so we wish them all the best and uh, you know things will turn around quickly and we just need to keep the faith right absolutely yeah mm-hmm. well uh, in terms of uh, another uh, blow it looks like your favorite uh, time of the year october fest has been cancelled this year giri is that my favorite time of the year when did i start it was last year no i never said that you haven't no. at least i might have read it between the lines you know but depending on how i don't know how enthusiastic you are nah 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 i'm i'm kidding but it's not really my favorite time of the year anyway but one of the main events of um, of the year mm-hmm. i think oktoberfest in munich has been cancelled this year right so a lot of sober people people uh, in the city i think less tourists i guess uh, mm-hmm. during that time of the year um yeah indeed indeed that's it's it's a strange thing but i think we have been you know uh, talking uh, about it for quite a while in the last few episodes about ipl mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and finally a decision has been arrived at right and did you hear what they decided to do well it has been postponed indefinitely as should have been the case earlier right kiri i'm really surprised really shocked me actually that they decided to postpone it now mm-hmm. yeah, at least uh, robert jokes apart i think that's the right call Uh, they cannot play cricket behind closed doors even if it was just for television audience mm-hmm. they would still need people traveling from across the world right so you have some foreign players right and even otherwise the the commuting within the country itself within the within uh, india that would also be a problem because people would have to travel that would mean breaking of the rules in the lockdown situation uh, and that would definitely not be feasible uh, even if you are given special uh, you know uh, special permission to do so it would be unfair on other people who are actually struggling to make a living indeed uh, so all these things uh, should take a back seat like our prime minister netherlands prime minister today announced mm-hmm. he said something like volksgezondheid is echt belangrijk is eerst that's something he said that means right the public health is of prime importance at this time mm-hmm. nothing else matters right so i think the right call has been made it should have been done much earlier but uh, it's good to see that people have been you know thinking and uh, in the end decided uh, to uh, put it off for the time being right i mean look um yeah from purely a logistical perspective it could have been a nightmare even if you wanted to hold it behind the closed uh, doors as you said it and of course uh, one of the main things uh, that is really important for a tournament like ipl is the crowds and maybe without that it's really not a very good idea to hold it behind closed doors right so i think in the end the right decision has been reached even if it took a few a few weeks uh, coming but uh, i think in the end that 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 is the right decision right so and when you look at which other time in the year the tournament can actually be hosted not a lot of other windows are available so you know indefinitely is probably the right way as well you cannot say let's look at october let's look at december you know it's it's not that simple so i guess given all the conditions and given how it places itself in the cricketing calendar it's the right thing to really postpone ipl and 
yeah so the right decision has been made it's going to set back uh, bcci as well as a lot yeah. of other uh, earning avenues that would have been open during those times but yeah i mean as you say first yeah. there is life and then there can be sport indeed well i mean there is another way of looking at it that when there is a lot of pain around you a bit of sport can alleviate that but maybe i think we are beyond that at this stage i think it's about uh, livelihood and life mm-hmm. before anything else mm-hmm. yeah the ipl news that we have heard uh, does it also mean it will basically draw curtains on two illustrious careers can you name them hmm i'm now thinking who's the second one first one i can think of already yeah it's uh, ms dhoni right yeah i wonder who the second is an interesting point giri uh, who was planning to make a comeback into t20 international so who was probably on the verge of making a comeback if you were to believe uh, the team's coach mark boucher ah you're talking of ab de villiers yeah this would be his last chance right or how old is he now yeah he's 36 i think 36 yeah but the, but the window will be missed right so if he if the t20 world cup mm-hmm. goes on in october mm-hmm. like it's been planned Mm-hmm. and there is no ipl until then would he have enough practice time before that this will also depend on the other uh, t20 leagues that have been planned between the ipl and the world cup right so there is the i think england has both the t20 blast and the 100 yeah and from what i've heard one of those two will go on it's it starts late enough in the summer that they can somehow pull it off sometime in july right right so he might still get a chance to prove himself but it it's definitely putting a bit more mm-hmm. pressure on him when it comes to ab de villiers but when it comes to ms dhoni you you are absolutely right given that bcci does not permit uh, its players to go play in the other leagues uh, his career may very well be over you are absolutely right so i mean look to be frank with you there was a, there was a lot of conflicting messages around his career and his you know uh, his availability for the indian team in the last october november onwards but there was one or twice once or twice i heard a couple of things i think msk prasad uh, who was the chief selector then said uh, you know what we have made a decision on this he's not going to play or something to that effect and also he said another thing he has communicated to the people that need to know very clearly what is in his mind i have a feeling this decision was arrived at already previously so the rest is just a bit of hemming and hawing and the Uh, let's say the fans not being able to accept it or maybe some people in the team may still want him to play like i've heard ravi shastri give a couple of interesting and conflicting statements so i don't know about that but all in all i somehow think his career was already finished and he knew it and those that needed to know it were already made aware of this yeah i think so i mean <laughs> but on, on the bright side it gives us a lot of fuel to talk, you know uh, deal with so we we can talk about this for days together Mm-hmm. uh in every episode right inevitably uh, uh-huh, until uh-huh. we keep talking about IPL and T20 World Cup i think his name will keep, keep popping up uh and let's see i think we've been too harsh on him i guess uh but yeah he has to choose if he has to choose a moment then this probably is it like i've been i've been saying yeah over the last few months uh mm-hmm. i don't know if the situation will change for him maybe he has made up his mind he just wants to communicate it and he's being blocked but sort of gangul interesting he mm-hmm, said mm-hmm. a few weeks ago or maybe even during probably the beginning of the year he said uh, something like there is absolute clarity about the ms dhoni situation and i don't know what absolute clarity is right at right. least we are not uh, privy to that so let's see man i think we, we should move on to something else <laughs> talk too much about dhoni mm-hmm, mm-hmm. well i mean he deserves all the 
talk about him but uh, it's also as i said time to let somebody ride into the sunset right in this case um it looks like you know many counties are sort of tightening their belt given that there will be a if anything there will be a very reduced county season right and that, that means people like cheteshwar pujara who was going to play the first seven games for lost to share has lost his chance so the, he's not the only one there are plenty like michael nasser's contract with sare will probably be have to be postponed there are quite a few people who have lost out on a chance to you know probably get some uh, cricket in the summer uh so especially those that normally don't get to play multiple formats for their countries they would look forward to these sort of windows where they are able to go play in a different uh you know different league and maybe hone their skills if not improve them and so on and so on so if you remember um, marnas labush labushkagne labushain he was able to make very good use of the starting part of the english uh, county calendar and then make a comeback to or join the australian team and then he's never looked back right so in some cases careers are made that way so we don't know who has missed out in this specific case or who has missed out on a comeback but that there will definitely be some cascading effect on cricketers careers just like how we discussed what happened with ms dhoni or abd villiers there'd be other uh, cricketers who've not retired or who are not on the verge of retirement who'd still face such a impact right giri yeah it would be their last chance saloon for some of them at least yeah look it's not just the county season right so even international tournaments or cricket tournaments or cricket series have been postponed so for example there is bangladesh australia series that has been postponed this was set in set to happen in june this has been postponed mm-hmm. right also uh, when you look at the number of um, matches that some some team like zimbabwe has lost out it's it's, it's a big deal right because they had quite a lot of fixtures especially they were going to play against bangladesh they were going to play against ireland right they were also going to tour uh, netherlands as well and maybe play a few matches here so that means quite a lot of cricket has been lost for somebody like bangladesh uh, and as well as, as zimbabwe that means it's not a nice thing so especially for a up and coming country or a country that's been struggling to meet the international standards that would be a big blow so you know sometimes as you say cricket uh, careers may end but also some teams may struggle to come out of this even well established cricketers like babar azam were saying the same thing i don't know how it will be once i come out maybe i'm expecting uh, i'll be a bit rusty the basic skills will be there but then you know even cricketers established cricketers are a bit worried how they are going to keep up with the you know the yeah. gap in the cricketing calendar this is unexpected it's nice spending time with family is a positive but there are negatives right giri yeah but i think that's also true with all other sports huh? uh, i just read an article about uh... tennis players you know mm-hmm. uh, i think this was an interesting article because they were saying when the sport world sport returns to the world whatever sport it might be whether be tennis or cricket the players would be advised to uh, take the vaccine coronavirus vaccine i don't know if you read about this apparently novak novak uh, djokovic uh, one of the leading players in the in the men's arena mm-hmm. he's against taking vaccines for any any of any kind for that matter ah interesting and he says he said that um, he said that he he's apparently said um that um without the vaccine he may not be allowed to play uh-huh. and he would probably have to take a you know a tough call he is a firm believer in not taking any kind of vaccination or even inoculation i think maybe he was not vaccinated even as a kid mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so he's been probably brought up in that way i i might be wrong but this is at least the gist of what i what i read mm-hmm. um so we have to see how the world will come back the sport world uh, it's 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 very strange um, 
yeah and i think the 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 vaccine will itself will not be ready for at least until the beginning of next year because i i read that they need nearly a year to uh, develop an effective uh, um, vaccine or antidote whatever it is indeed so yeah i mean every sports person will have difficulty in getting back to uh, the arena again and then you know going back to their previous best mm-hmm. so it's it's good that they can rest their bodies uh, but it's they would also be itching to go real professional right uh, cricketers or uh, sports people i think they would really like to come back as soon as possible and all of us as well eh? so all us true cricket fans would also like to see cricket back out there but yeah not at the cost of lives not at the cost of human lives no agreed agreed yeah but interesting point you brought up about vaccination i mean probably i should park it uh, because i have some interesting thoughts about it myself but going forward you know zafar sarfraz a former pakistan first class cricketer uh, is reported as the first casualty from the cricketing world or those that were associated with cricket apart from the lancashire chairman that we spoke about in the last episode right so he's uh, lost his life he was 50 and uh, covid-19 has claimed uh, a cricketer right so mm-hmm. we offer sympathies and uh, we also offer condolences to his family and friends may his soul rest in peace so um, also you know when you look at it cricketers are able to do a bit for uh, covid-19 victims for example rahul is uh, putting up his 2019 world cup bat for auction you know and mushfiqur rahim is putting up for auction the bat that uh, he used to score a double hundred in 2013 versus sri lanka in gaul so mm-hmm. this is one of the things that's very interesting because uh, josh butler also raised 65000 pounds more than 65000 pounds by auctioning off his world cup jersey for the same uh, uh, same cause so this is a very nice uh, gesture by cricketers so um, you know cricketers are also looked up to as people in the society who are uh, you know looked up on as positive uh, role models so this is a very nice uh, mm-hmm. very nice gesture from many cricketers around the world so we would like to yeah. say thank you to these cricketers and maybe yeah. more people can learn and more people can follow their example kiri absolutely not just cricketers huh? i i was reading this interesting uh, bit of news that a former world war veteran uh, captain tom moore in uh, in uk uh-huh. did you hear about him oh yeah he's a 99 year old 99 year old uh, former uh, veteran army yeah. veteran yeah uh, and he planned to walk 100 rounds in his backyard 100 laps rather mm-hmm. uh, for his uh, 100th birthday which is i think quite soon in a few days he will be celebrating his 100th birthday right uh, and with 100 laps he planned to raise something in the region of 1000 or 1500 pounds yep uh, but it became so famous and so viral this initiative uh-huh. that everybody started pouring in their uh, money and they helped grow this uh, kitty um uh, to help you know people who working in the nhs and also to help people uh, who are suffering from coronavirus right and he has at this moment raised i think more than i think 15 million pounds or something Indeed. can you imagine that i can totally imagine that it's more like a feel good story these are the real feel good stories to come out of these trying times let me put it like that kiri absolutely a 99 year old this is definitely something he'll be remembered by no matter when his time comes right uh, long uh, may us all hope that he goes on but um, you know well played sir 99 not out on the verge of 100 see he will soon complete his century as well so he is he is still fit as a fiddle i saw a small video of him walking around he needs some support to walk around but he is still independent indeed very energetic <laughs> wow it's a real uh, inspirational story giri thanks for narrating it on the 
podcast episode i hope you know every one of us who's also listening to it goes out there and does our bit right so going forward yeah there have been a bunch of retro lives going on giri so mm-hmm. the last one i really gave any attempted following was the india versus pakistan uh, retro live that was the 1996 world cup quarter final that was played on quick info as well as simultaneously on star sports were you able to catch this match at all yeah i saw it back in 1996 growing up ah no i did i did that as well uh, i still remember uh, i think i remain remember that match in mm-hmm, great detail mm-hmm. uh, it was such a nice match i still remember ajay jadeja hitting exactly. uh, for a six uh, straight down the ground and venkatesh prasad dismissing amir yep. sohel that was a sight for Indeed. the gods um and uh, i think i also may, may, may have mentioned this in one of our previous episodes it was javed miandat's last match mm-hmm. he scored 38 runs in that match mm-hmm. uh, and he retired as a 38 year old 38 year old so i remember that as well <laughs> but it was it was such an amazing match it was electrifying atmosphere i wasn't there in the ground right. although i was in uh, close by i was not fortunate enough to watch that match uh, live but i i whenever i get a chance i you know follow these uh, highlights or bo- ball by ball in fact this was very good i also happened to catch another uh, match mm-hmm. between india and pakistan uh, from 2011 world cup mm-hmm. uh, mohali i think it was played at mohali i also watched that ah. and there was also a replay of uh, 2003 uh world cup match the match between a uh, world cup match wow. in south africa right you remember uh, i think sachin tendulkar got out in the 90s uh, yeah yeah i think he attacked uh, uh, shoaib akhtar's very first Shabakta. over and yeah that's also a classic the uppercut for a six oh yeah. Uh, yeah yeah so i remember that and then i think couple of days ago i watched a retro live of uh, india against england mm-hmm. from the 2011 world cup it was a tied match oh wow do you remember yes 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 andrew strauss almost won it for them and then england lost their way towards the end yeah, yeah it was 100 right he scored 100 i remember 150 odd. also it was, was it not in bangalore yes it was in bangalore i know it. and uh, the then chief minister mr yadurappa was there mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to present the man of the match trophy i remember that so it was a fantastic match uh, all these matches were very wait good. wait wasn't he yadurappa then now he's yadurappa isn't it there's been some change to the spelling um, if i'm not wrong i think i think his name remains the same ah. uh, if you talk about the native language kannada yeah. that uh, we all speak yeah there it's still yadurappa and in english for some reason he has yeah he's made it very complex for us to comprehend well i mean yeah not to go into too much detail i think uh, he's under the influence of some people who think uh, it's good numerology right so it's a longer discussion but all right as long as he's happy you know did you see there were a couple of cricketers are now sitting uh, with you know as they say nothing much to do so you have people coming up with some interesting things to say so i don't know if you saw clark uh, he he felt that you know kohli was not sledged enough because uh, yeah probably a couple of fashion cricketers were uh, worried about their uh, ipl contracts and such did you have a chance to follow this a little bit and did you hear uh, tim pains retort to that uh, not quite what did tim pain have to say oh nothing really special he just said that's not uh, the way he uh-huh. planned to play anyway and uh-huh. according to tim pain if they um, if they sledged kohli it would have fired him up even more to exactly. play against the australians even better even uh, better than he did so i think that was in their strategy and whatever clark says yeah it doesn't matter anymore he's no longer playing right i had huge respect mm-hmm. for this guy he's now becoming a gossip material gossip monger nah i mean i think uh, look he's a very strong willed uh, individual and 
a strongly opinion i'm sure yeah but yeah. but yeah it's just becoming more of a glamour thing right so it's 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 adding more spiciness uh, to all the news that's floating around just like uh, kevin peterson is doing these days you know mm-hmm. uh, mining some stories here and there uh, having a banter on twitter with former players of course people have nothing else to do now they are trapped in their own homes uh, exactly so they have to do something and uh, it, it's fine eh? everybody is doing a tribute video of some sort these days it did use uh, catch a glimpse of Uh, the bollywood actors doing that also our uh, sandalwood actors kannada film industry actors some tribute on what as in tribute on a cricketer or no 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 not a cricketer uh, ah, ah. people who are uh, in the front line ah. fighting against coronavirus oh nice so maybe maybe the cricketers should also do something like that team up indeed indeed well they can't meet each other but uh, they can do it from their homes i think with good editing absolutely why not they can so i saw a couple of interesting videos i think there was a dance video from shreyas ayer along with his sister that somebody forwarded to me and uh, yeah that was interesting so and then i stopped following all the forwards but yeah it's interesting right so you have to somehow do something to kill time so why not that but also offering your tribute to those that are on the front lines that's a very nice gesture as well Uh, so yeah. yeah why not but as you said when it comes back to this look now he's he used to be a very aggressive batsman now he's an aggressive commentator he's moved to the commentary box right clark so he has to do something to keep that going so why not mm-hmm. throw a few punches from there so that's what he's doing i think it's all right and look i think you have to be uh, a bit scornful as a former cricketer especially one who's played 100 tests and captain his country i think he deserves a bit of a right for that i think um, plenty of uh, not so successful cricketers have had uh, more uh, to say so i'm not very surprised when he has something to say him or kp right both are former captains of the country as well as playing 100 uh, tests but uh, all right i mean that doesn't make them any more special but well at least in their own eyes probably it does so i, I can imagine they can come yeah. up with a few things to say right you're talking about australia and cricket there is another big news did you hear uh, i've heard a few <laughs> doing rounds are doing rounds on social media this is the next big thing tell me uh, david warner gave himself a haircut himself a haircut wow yeah all right yeah did you see that <laughs> i think now it's it's i'm just joking but uh, that is that is actually true no i can imagine so people <laughs> you know it doesn't because you can't go to a barber anymore of course. Uh, until the restrictions are in place so hmm. people are forced to do things hmm. and there was another similar news i think uh, mr virat kohli his wife yeah uh what's her name anushka sharma anushka sharma the actress uh, apparently she gave him a haircut <laughs> so there's a lot of news about haircut these days well i wonder if she would cut my hair as well but uh, maybe i have to go a few a few kilometers to get my haircut so i'll skip that but look um yeah i don't know if my roommates will want to cut my hair it's worth asking but all right <laughs> i might lose a few roommates maybe it's not worth asking all in all uh, yeah i need a haircut too so i'm considering some celebrity hairdressers that i might want to i'm making a short list already so i'll make sure yeah, to add yeah. uh, the actress anushka sharma also on it thanks for bringing it <laughs> right you're welcome virat kohli you said uh, you know we keep forgetting how much of an impact he's had on the cricketing world with his achievements as well as with his you know with his attitude and everything so you know for 3 years in a row virat kohli was the leading cricketer in the world as per the wisdom magazine and the for the first time in 3 years he's been dethroned and now stokes ben stokes and elis perry have been named as the wisdom's uh, leading cricketers of this year okay mm-hmm. so you know as we were speaking off air uh, it's absolutely right that uh, 
for all the achievements that he was able to do last year stokes being recognized was sort of due uh, giri don't you think yeah. absolutely starting from that incident mm-hmm. at a nightclub right right so so he has if there was any doubt he has absolutely redeemed himself mm-hmm. and he has won my heart because i i thought he was a brash guy he was no good at, i mean he had a lot of ta- talent of course mm-hmm. but he didn't have the the right stuff between the years mm-hmm. uh, as they say uh, but i think he came back so strong he came back so strong he won them the world cup mm-hmm. and then he won he won them the test match at headingley uh, even better than the world cup i think for that for me that test match at headingley was probably the pinnacle of uh, of his career but also one of the things that we will all remember Indeed. for years to come for decades to come So he gave us those, those memories. Yeah, he has given us those memories. So he deserves to win it. I think, absolutely, hand over fist. He is the best guy at the moment. It was a really special innings, uh, and uh, well done to Wisden for uh, electing him uh, as the cricketer of the year. So indeed, well, when it comes to the women's cricket, again, it's there is no there are no surprises that Elisa Perry has been recognized for all her amazing, amazing mm-hmm. uh, you know achievements over the years, and especially in the year two thousand nineteen. Two thousand twenty. So really well done, her. So again, a very deserving. Uh, especially you know her achievements in the Ashes of twenty nineteen. I think it was fantastic. So mm-hmm. all in all, both of them deserve it very thoroughly. Mm-hmm. So going further, well, some more news about Abhijit Villiers. But again, it's about him being unsure about a World T Twenty comeback. The coach of the South African men's team, Mark Boucher, says probably there's a room or there's a you know. There's a space in the eleven for uh, AB de Villiers, but AB de Villiers himself is unsure. And based on our earlier discussions, we don't know if maybe the train has passed him by because of the number of, uh, let's say, chances he will get to you know show whether that he still has the stuff, right? Uh, we'll see how that goes. Really, it's it's a bit of yeah, yes, no, yes, no sort of a thing, and probably it will be decided in the couple of months leading up to the World Cup. So I'm going to wait on that. At least I'm going to look to wait to reserve my judgment until then, Giri. Yeah. let's wait <laughs> we have nothing else to do i indeed so uh, in other interesting news uh, indian uh, women's team have qualified for the t20 world cup in 2021 right and we are really hoping it will go through so in this case uh, they have qualified based on the points that they've earned from a series that's been split in terms of points against pakistan so uh, this was supposed to happen in 2019 late 2019 and because of the ongoing conditions the indian women's team could not tour pakistan for a tour for a t20 uh, series and as a result the points have been split so the indian women's team have qualified so interestingly in the previous such occasion in 2016 um they had at least icc technical committee had decided to give away all the points to pakistan but in this case there are some other let's say uh, mitigating circumstances they cite so uh, points have been split so an interesting way but uh, congrats to the indian women's team who made it to the t20 world cup as well as the fourth ranked team right in another uh, interesting news uh, yeah uh, star of our episodes umar akmal is uh, found himself in the news yet again we knew this was coming so uh, if you remember uh, he was uh, pulled out of the psl this year's psl because of some alleged um, you know match and spot fixing uh, allegations against him so in this case um he had decided to opt against contesting the charges so he skipped contesting them so he's now waiting on the sentencing and looks like the sentencing will happen on 27th april in the in lahore's gaddafi stadium 
where there are also offices. So he's basically thrown himself at the mercy of the people, uh, the chairman of the disciplinary committee. And we hope, you know, mm-hmm. uh, he might get um, a slightly lenient uh, sentence. And so from what we can read, he might lose anywhere between six months of his career to a whole life ban. So we really don't know what is coming. So there were, uh, you know, two unrelated incidents on March 20th. Basically, it's about failing to disclose to the PCB um, about any approaches that were made. He himself did not do anything with respect to fixing or, uh, you know, but he did not report approaches. Those are equally serious things indeed. So let's see how that goes because they have the, um, they have such a precedent only a couple of years ago where Nasir Jamshed's case was also adjudicated and, uh, you know, there were some uh, leniency shown. So let's see how it goes. Moving further, so let's look at the trivia section. So the trivia question from the previous episode was, what were we talking about? So we gave this sequence, so left pad, right pad, box, one tap in the middle and so on. And, uh, you know, if you are a cricketing fan, you probably immediately recognize it. And there was one cricketing fan who actually came up with the answer to the question. Right, Giri? So what is the answer to the question again? I actually picked this up mm-hmm. by when I was watching uh, my favorite series on Amazon. Of course. Test. I hope ah. you had a chance to watch this. Did you? Ah, well, unfortunately not. I'm I'm still able to not overcome my, I mean, my diet of science fiction as well as uh, my hatred of okay. reality TV. It's both the three of things. But well, I mean, I, I'm going to try, right? I'm going to try. Yeah, but mm-hmm. so, but keep trying. I'm going to try. Let's see by next episode. At least I'll try to see if I can uh, catch up with one or two episodes of the test. But the yeah. on Twitter, we have Jogendra Singh Shekhawat, who's given us the right answer. At least he's pointed in the right direction. He says it's Steve Smith. And I think when he says Steve Smith, I think it's obvious it's the, uh, let's say he's hinting at the right thing. So congrats to Jogendra Singh Shekhawat. And uh, thanks a lot for taking time to give us an answer to our trivia question. So we hope you do continue to listen to all our episodes so him and all our fans any of you who are interested please do get in touch with us for the answer so the trivia question for this episode is which player holds the record for the most number of pairs in test cricket so this is a legendary player from the southern hemisphere that's the clue we can give you and he's fairly inept when it comes to batting so if you these couple of things together you know what's the answer to the question so good luck with that and do get in touch with us if you want to give us the answer you could as uh, mr jogendra singh shikavad did here you could get in touch via twitter or leave it on the facebook page or you could leave it as a comment on any of the podcasting apps you use or on youtube right or if you want to also let us know how we're doing or any of your thoughts please do let us know for example we did we recently did an episode with all the balls podcast or led by all the balls podcast where it was called a mega pod where more than five or six cricketing podcasters got together and we had an hours uninterrupted and uninhibited chat about cricket so we are looking to do more of these so i hope you guys do stay tuned in right so having said all that it's a goodbye from me and it's a goodbye from him bye bye You're listening to the Armchair Cricket Podcast.